chat with Kelly and Yoshima. Welcome to Community Chat with Kelly and Yoshima. Hi, and today we have a special guest with us. His name is Michael Smith, and he's the Executive Director of United Way Greater Valdosta. Thank you for being with us today, Michael. Thank you all for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we want to know, what does United Way do for our community here in Valdosta? Well, United Way nationally is the largest nonprofit in the country with over $4 billion raised annually, mainly through relationships with Fortune 500 companies. But locally and nationally, we try to take a 30,000 view foot uh, approach of the nonprofit sector and try to bring agencies together to, to help people on a collaborative approach. So we raise money uh, through our annual campaign mainly and then distribute that out to partner agencies and some uh, non-partner local agencies. So what we really want to try to do is advocate, market, fundraise, and then help with public policy for the human service sector. Fantastic. That's pretty cool. Yes. So. What services do, does United Way offer for the community to take advantage of? Well, not only are we raising money and trying to bring people together, we do, as a nonprofit ourselves, have our own programs. Uh, we have a utility assistance program. We were able to raise good money through COVID disaster, and we helped some agencies you know, with some uh, PPE and some COVID response, but we also have a utility assistance program. We also have uh, a senior assistance program for 60 and older that uh, suffered, you know, with uh, bills and fixed income issues. Uh, we have now eight food pantries around the community and we're wanting to get those outside of Lowndes too. We cover a total of five counties. So our goal next is to put some of these pantries for people to just walk up and get the food they need and hopefully people uh you know if they have extra food stock it and people can get what they want so it's it's taking the food where people are and then uh a thing we're working on right now is our mental health grant initiative that's covering seven counties to help destigmatize mental health and promote suicide awareness and really just get the conversation going on what is mental health and taking care of your mental health because in South Georgia we're still just you know behind on that focus and those terms and just having those open honest conversations without there being shame to saying you need help and with what we've all gone through with COVID we all need a little help dealing with it. So you would say that United Way is like the bridge for all of our organizations that are here that's what we want to do. We want to take the faith community, business, government, and nonprofit and be working and rowing in the same direction. You know, especially in South Georgia, you need the faith community involved. It, the, our problems are bigger than what any one nonprofit or one business or government entity can, can provide. But if we're all, you know, rowing in the same direction, talking about issues honestly and openly, hopefully we can solve those because if someone's dealing with homelessness, they're also dealing with transportation, health issues, mental health issues, food insecurity, mm -hmm. childcare issues, you know, so there's a lot of problems that stack on top of each other. And it takes agencies and governments working together to solve the problems. And so 
that's what we want to try to look at. And, and it, I really enjoy, you know, we, we tell people we help the people that are helping people. So if we do our job well, these agencies can just focus on serving those needs and working those programs and maybe not have to worry about all the other things that go into being, running a successful nonprofit. Oh, wow. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. It, it's, it's been fun. It's, it's challenging, but I feel like over the past couple of years, there has been a lot of trust and communication and working together for the bigger purpose uh, and more buy-in from agencies about what we're trying to do. Yeah, because together we are better. That, that's exactly right. <laughs> it is. I mean, we're stronger together and, and it's just these problems are big and they're expensive and no agency can have enough money and resources to, to fix it all. I agree. I want to go back to one thing because I don't want you guys to get bombarded. But when you talked about the utility assistance, so what does a person need to qualify to receive those services? Well, on our website, unitedwaybyadasa.org, is the Need Help tab. And you can click on that for to fill out the assistance. Everything runs through the the digital uh, program first. And then uh, we try to have between $500 and $700 a month allocated for that. Uh, the biggest thing is we try to stick with utilities. We try to avoid rent assistance because, you know, rent can get real expensive. We can help more people with, with water and power and gas. And that's, that's really about it. Of course, they need, you know, driver's license, copy of their bill, uh, information like that. Susan handles that. But uh, it's growing. We see people that are in need. Uh, we also have the Publix Last Resort Fund that Publix supermarkets help with. Now, for that fund, you do have to be currently employed, and uh, and it works with utility assistance too. So we're trying to create different buckets of money, and then, like I said, the senior assistance that then we can pull out of and, and help and. And maybe we can only pay, you know, two thirds of the bill and work with another agency to help the other part of the bill. So, and then on that website, it has a lot of other information of other agencies and what they do and where they help and where food pantries are and stuff. And uh, that's something we're about to work on is this in August with this AmeriCorps grant we're receiving with Charity Tracker is trying to get agencies to at least share what they do and what resources they provide so that we can list all that. And we would love to see 211 come back, but it takes funding to run a 211 for this area. So we also have calls and conversations going on about that, but we're not there yet. But there are resources available, but it's getting people to know where those resources are and, and how to get a hold of them. And that's what's so important. Because there's stuff we don't know. We need to know who pays for bus tickets, mm -hmm. who pays for car repair, who pays for rent you know, assistance, who, who only does power and gas, and who else can do you know, cable assistance. And, and if we can have all those information and agencies and churches just tell us that, then we can share and, and get people pointed in the right direction. We agree, and this is like one of the reasons why we started yeah. this podcast mm -hmm. is to try to get the information out there to the people that need it. Yeah, it is. I mean, a lot of it, you know, of course, money matters, but information is so powerful. And a lot of people that are low income, struggling, 
you know, they, they, they don't have the resources, they don't have the connections, they don't know where to go. Um, and they may not have the transportation to get there. So they get bogged down and frustrated when you call five or six people and everybody's like, well, I can't help you. I don't know where to go. And then people just give up when the money may be right around the corner or the assistance for either bills or your mental health or, or, or child health care, or they may be eligible for government programs if they just knew how to fill out the paperwork and go through the process. So we have plenty of money in this country and resources, but it's still getting people to know where they're at is the toughest thing. There's a bottleneck when it gets down to the very local level, mm -hmm. and we want to try to relieve that. And we totally appreciate that, Michael. I think you're being kind of modest with this a little bit. Uh, with talking about the fundraiser that you all had last year, or was it this year, where you all blew the goal out of the water with meeting the fundraiser goal. Can you talk about how do you all get people involved or how do you raise the money? Well, most of our money comes through, like I said, relationships with Fortune 500 companies and individuals. Publix is the largest giver again to United Way nationally. I think it's close to 63 million uh, that Publix and their employees will be given. They're our number one giver locally too. SGMC's number two, uh, Georgia Power, Synovus, Coleman Tally kind of round out the top, uh, top few. So. We have diverse industries, Langdale industry, you know, and different banks and CPAs that give, Miller Hardware, but then we also have individuals. One thing we've been working on is diversifying that campaign giving stream and, and talking to family foundations out of Atlanta. Um, it's going to take people in Atlanta that want to invest into South Georgia and bring some of those resources down either through family foundations or through state and federal dollars. So, and there's a lot of people that want to give now into South Georgia. And, and so we're trying to do that. But yeah, we, are, we hit our goal of 750 two years ago. This past year was 850 mm -hmm. and, and we hit that goal. Now a lot of it's pledges and promises, but the money's been coming in good. We were very fortunate that most of our top givers, corporations weren't affected by COVID and didn't have to lay off staff. Uh, and then this year, the goal is going to be a million dollars. And I think we can hit it with, uh, especially if we get some outside money from Lowndes County and from outside of the area coming in to support. But, uh, you know, I want to try to inspire people to give, not really force or ask or guilt them into giving. Mm -hmm. And what we kind of say is you can either give to the United Way, you can give to us, through us, or give directly to our partner agencies. If our partner agencies are financially more secure and be able to run their businesses and their agencies better, then I feel like I've done my job well and my board sees it that way. So it's, it's, it's moving the whole community forward, not just, you know, did the United Way raise a lot of money. If, I, if I'm told at the end of the year that LAMP's in better financial position mm -hmm. and the Haven is stronger yeah. and the Boys and Girls Club doing their part and meeting their goals, then I feel like we've done our job of encouraging people to give and connect. Because, like we said, money matters, but also volunteers, board members, mm -hmm. community outreach, uh, public policy, you know, government dollars and grants, all that goes in to being able to help people and bring resources into South Georgia. And I think you all have done that. 
And I tell you all the time how blessed we are to have you in this position because I'm just going to share. Some people are like, what? We have a United Way? Like when you came on board, they were like, wow, this is what United Way is. And we have a strong United Way in our community. And I just thank you. We thank you uh, for doing the vision and really having the heart of the people with United Way, like represented United Way. And when you think of United Way, that is a big name. And people will want to give because they know that United Way has great standing, not just worldwide, but seeing here locally, the things that you all have done. You don't hear of United Way wanting to help people with utilities who may just need a little assistance for that month or so, or some type of way to get them over that hump. I came to you at one time, we had an individual who was in need of some assistance with her newborn. And she was just laid off during the pandemic and you all had some resources for her. And she was able to get through that hump because of the assistance with you all. So we're absolutely appreciative of what you all are doing. So tell us about how agencies or businesses can get involved with United Way. Well, that, that's a, a good question. Uh, we have our campaign that'll kick off late August, 1st of September. And what we try to do is get as many businesses to participate in a workplace giving campaign and or just a corporate check, you know, but five, ten dollars a paycheck really adds up if enough people give. And that money will be taken out of your paycheck in 2022. So the key is to get those packets out and passed around to employees and those promises made and give back to us so that then we have an idea of the money we could hopefully expect to come in the next year so that then we can make promises to partner agencies. We're also looking at different ways uh, to help partner agencies in different ways, but then also help non-partner agencies uh, with awareness and education. That's why we brought in these lunch and learns and these partnership with Fanning, because we want to help agencies be better run businesses and manage cash flow and online marketing and presence and grant writing so that we can help everybody grow. But uh, we have 20 partner agencies. Uh, we don't really see expanding that the next year or anything. We want to stick with the agencies we have, but we are looking for other ways to, uh, to give help in the community in, in small amounts for sponsorships and things. And like you said, talking about helping, it's it's fun helping on the big side, and then it's nice to help on the individual. Mm -hmm. We had somebody the other day, uh, the sheriff stopped a, a couple in their wheelchair, and it was hot, and they were kind of stuck, and he told, and they didn't have any water, and they were out on James Road, and they needed help, and we were able to reach out to LAMP, the Haven, uh, Salvation Army, and LARP, and figure out what they need. LAMP was going to put them up. But then they had this electric wheelchair, so Lark got involved to tow them to where they needed to go. But then when we talked to them, they really just needed to get Louisiana where he had a job lined up and help and everything. So we were able to buy him a bus ticket through our disaster uh, fund, which we normally do not purchase bus tickets. That's right. not part of yeah. our program, that but was, yeah. <laughs> but that's what they needed, and it was yeah. $400. Yeah. Got them to where they needed to go, where they have family and a job. Yeah. And so 
sometimes you just got to cut through the red tape and just yeah. do what somebody needs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, but it was also those calls of making quick calls of saying, who can help, how can help, what these people need, because the sheriff department just saw that they were, you know, elderly, disabled people on the side of the road when it's hot with no yeah, water and yeah. just kind of stuck there. So, mm-hmm. and and it felt good to get them on the bus and the next day, I'm, I'm assuming they made it to Louisiana, you know, yeah. <laughs> when Greyhound delivered them. So, uh, that's where it is. It's taking that big approach, but then sometimes you got to help the one person individually, you know, and, uh, it's it's exciting and uh, human services are just so important at the end of the day we're all need to help our neighbors and help each other and I think a lot of that of our societal issues would correct itself if we were all more connected and honest and transparent and kind to one another and saw each other for the needs that people need and serve those, you could you could probably correct a lot of the, you know, societal and race and poverty issues if people knew who their neighbors were better. Exactly. But we're so more we're so isolated, we're so focused on our own lives and we're all almost too busy to care a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But if you take the time to care and connect, um, I think we could fix a lot of our problems. And and we're all neighbors on the local level. I do understand how people get upset with each other on a national level and states and different parts of the country, but we all here in Valdosta or South Georgia have so much that we deal with together or that we have in common because, you know, we all have this experience of, you know, living in our communities together. And, and, and so I, I think that's just a big part of just trying to just – be together and and show empathy to one another. I think that is spot on. That is so spot on. And, and that's going back to how we like to say, we have to meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been so easy to tell that couple what they needed rather than asking them what they need. And I think with having that listening ear and meeting people where they are, that contributes to the success of individuals. So. You provided what their need was, and now they're with family, and hopefully he is working. And we have to do what we can do, and then everyone else has to do what they can do mm-hmm. with that assistance. So. And I would also encourage people to give and support, like I said, your favorite nonprofit, get involved, serve on the board, whether you care about homelessness, dis- disabled children, or sea turtles. Whatever yeah. it is, whatever your heart and your passion is, give and support that. But then also, a lot of people don't think that their $5 or $20 mm-hmm. matter. It does. Yes, mm-hmm. it's great if you could give 10000 or 100000 or $5 million, but give what you can. Yes. If that's $10 a month that's or right. $100 a month, it does help. It does make a difference. And sometimes your, your time and your sweat equity and your knowledge of your skills that you can bring to a nonprofit matter way more than the money you can give. That's true. Because a lot of times you just need people to do projects. That's right. Uh, and so just, I encourage people to reach out and get involved. And that's the thing, you can call us at United Way, you can come by and meet at our office on Patterson, and then we can point you to the agencies that do and provide the needs and programs that you care about. And so, uh, and that, that's where we love that we get to help 
the, the, the collective of the issues. Can you tell us a little bit about the day of caring? Our day of caring, uh, it used to be in August, but it's really hot in August. Yes. So now we've <laughs> moved it to October and March. Okay. Our next day of caring is either, it's Friday, either October 15th and 16th, and we want to try to make it a weekend of caring. I'd love to have the churches involved on that Sunday to maybe give a portion of their tithes or do some kind of project. That way it's a whole Friday, Saturday, Sunday of caring. But uh, we have hundreds of volunteers that do projects at different partner agencies. Uh, it's a great way to get the businesses that give to us and government and Moody that support the United Way, but also be on the, on the campuses of these nonprofits so that they can learn and give back. Because uh, these nonprofit partner agencies, you know, they have projects that just need to be done. The painting, yes. the pressure washing, the cleaning, uh, and and that saves them time and money and it and it helps people you know people feel good about giving back. So we had a small one in March that was a bit, that went very well. We had some great projects. We did one last October. We're the only United Way in the state that pulled off a day of caring. Oh wow! And 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 it worked out well. Everybody was safe, sanitized, masked up. We had small groups, but the agencies had projects that just needed to be done, and it was a, it was a still big success and. And we're going to have one this fall. Hopefully by then COVID is, you know, really in the back rearview mirror and, and mm -hmm. we may have a couple of hundred volunteers and can work on some, some big projects that weekend to help the agencies. Uh, but uh, just, just a lot of uh, cleaning and painting and landscaping and just, just making the, the places look better. But the biggest thing is getting these volunteers at those campuses, on those locations, walking through those buildings, to really understand what these agencies do. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that applied uh, volunteerism will bring a lot of things home for people. You can hear about who does what, but when you get in and you actually volunteer and see what some of those needs are, especially with some of our younger people who are of age and who can volunteer, they may see a need and go back and tell mom and dad, hey, I was volunteering here and this agency didn't have this. And then mom and dad may say, you know what? Do you want to take some of your allowance? Or maybe let's see what we can do as a family to help meet that need. So it's like a, a snowball effect with that volunteering and getting community involved. There's so much that community can do and that maybe we can move towards not depending on other people so much because it's so easy to say that someone should. Oh yeah, it's, it's I mean, easy everybody, to say. Everybody <laughs> wants to complain and say yeah. somebody should take this on, but I don't yeah. have time. Yeah, and then also it, money, money saves, money earned. I mean, if these if an agency needs board games instead of them having to go out and buy board games. If you can just post on Facebook, drop off some board games. I mean, yeah. you may get 50 board games yeah, that may. people need to clean out. I mean, little mm -hmm. things like that, school mm -hmm. supplies, board games, whether it's cleaning products. I mean, all that stuff can be donated and, and collectively rounded up that then saves the agency's money from having to spend it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's easy to just give money. It's easy to say, go buy something, but yeah. there's, there's a lot of stuff now. And like I said, people don't want to, agencies don't want to be, you know, given a bunch of, we could say trash or junk, but, right. you know, but, uh, but, but things there, there's needs and usable stuff that mm -hmm. we all have extra that we can make a difference in people's lives. Mm -hmm. I think so.
And so tell us again how to get in touch with United Way. Well, the best is to come by our office at 1609 North Patterson. Uh, we're in a historic house right here across from BSU. We'd love to see and connect with people. You can also call us. Uh, you can also best check out our website, unitedwayvaldosta.org. Another thing, this back building that we're in, we remodeled this, and this is a nonprofit boardroom space. Any civic club, any nonprofit in the area that wants to use this for a meeting space can. You just got to sign a waiver and put it on our calendar, but you can bring food in. We have a kitchen, bathroom, uh, all the media stuff you need to have a, a good meeting with internet and TV projection and everything. So there's a lot of small nonprofits that don't have their own office. Yes. So uh, we open this up and the more people we get on our facility, the more they connect and learn about what United Way does and, and, and how they can get involved and help. So reach out if you're looking for a meeting space. This is a great central location for Valdosta and uh, we let anybody use it, you know, at least like once a month is kind of about the most you can, yeah. you know, you lock it down. But uh, it's another way that we can give back and support. But uh, just just give, connect, and find out where your passion and where, where your heart breaks for, and then get involved and do something about it. And are you on social media? Yes, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We do a lot of posting mainly on Facebook and and sharing what partner agencies or community resources are. So please like us and follow us on Facebook so that you can stay informed on what's going on with food drives and clothes closets and agencies and summer camps and all that kind of stuff that we try to share from the community. So Fantastic. Michael, this has been great. I, I just really appreciate, we appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us and discuss all of the wonderful things that United Way has done and is doing in our community. And as we all know that we are better together. We are, and y'all, the agencies are the true heroes. They're the ones serving the needs and helping the homeless and the abused and the disabled and the education and after school programs. We just like to be part of helping them do it a little better and with a little bit less stress so that they can just focus on the programs and we can focus on uh, hopefully raising the money and the advocacy work for what they're doing. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you so much. I have one question. Okay. okay. I have one last question. So what if you had somebody who just wants to give on their own? Uh, they may not have where their coworkers are ready yet, but they want to give on their own. And then what if they have maybe about 10 coworkers who want to sign up? How do we handle that? Do we just call and say, I want to well, sign up? Well, yeah, you can call. Now, give? the payroll needs to go through your HR, but you okay. can give. I mean, we have a text to give. You can text Ooh, that's nice. uh, GVUW 1954 to the phone number 44321 and then set up a monthly payment with your credit card. It's very simple, and it goes right into our you know, a donation campaign account or, uh, you know, give online through a credit card donation, you know, or mail a check. Or there, there's plenty of ways, but yes, we would be happy to talk to you about that. Or like I said, if you want to, if you and other employees want to approach your employer about doing a campaign or payroll deduction, we'd be happy to come and talk to do that campaign because 
nobody's really going to miss five dollars a week yeah. you know but it can really you know we, it can really make a difference we say change lives for 9.95 oh so i like that ten dollars a month or ten dollars like a week can really add up if enough people are giving that's nice and so would debit cards work too mm -hmm. awesome so yes gvuw1954 to the phone number 44321 it's very simple yay i gotta sign up <laughs> thank you so much, Michael. And thank you for joining Community Chat with Kelly and Yoshima. Until next time, we'll keep you in the know. <laughs>